0: Hi, I'm Olivia Labar from Haidteka International, and today I'm going to be interviewing my dad on his life experiences. And this is my dad. Tom. Okay, first question. Where were you born?
1: I was born in Montreal, in Quebec, Canada.
0: Did you grow up there? No. Then where did you grow up?
1: I grew up in Southern California. So we moved to Los Angeles when I was six months old. And I lived there until I was nine, I think. I started fourth grade in San Diego.
0: Do you remember anything from there? Like, what was it like? Los Angeles? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, we lived in a kind of middle-class neighborhood. I remember walking to school, to elementary school, Walgrove Elementary. You have to go down the hill. Um, it was really close to the house. A lot of small houses in the neighborhood it's kind of like a, a normal middle class neighborhood i guess and it was more diverse than in san diego um, that was kind of nice we used to we didn't have cell phones or anything like that tv was relatively pretty bad and uh, so we would just ride our bikes after school we'd ride our bikes all over the place and uh, my mom would drive her crazy because she'd never know where i was and i was too young uh, maybe seven or eight and i um wouldn't remember to tell her where I was going or leave a note or anything, so I would just go off with my friends and we'd ride our bikes just all over the place. I'm just surprised we always made it back home on time without getting lost. We didn't have many 7-Elevens in my neighborhood, but we would go to little little markets to get candy. That was like a, a, a regular pastime when we were when I was young. did swimming lessons, so I learned to swim in Los Angeles, and that was kind of babysitting for my mom, I think, because she would go shopping, so she'd bring me to the pool and basically leave me there. <laughs> and and uh, people don't do those kind of things these days, but it's actually safer these days than, than it was back then. And I don't know, I never, never had any problems. She would use a library as a babysitting too. There was a library near, uh, near the store, and she would drop me off there and I would just read, find books and read for long periods of time while she did her shopping. We used to ride our bikes to the beach a lot at at, uh, Santa Monica. So we lived in Mar Vista. That was maybe three miles from Santa Monica. So all four of us would just ride um, on some pretty busy streets too. um, And uh, and go to Santa Monica and spend the day at the beach and then ride our bikes back. That was the whole family. I remember in kindergarten I rode backward. So the teacher thought there was something wrong with me because I'm left-handed. And so I just i just followed what she was doing in reverse so i wrote tom but i wrote it from right to left and so it looked like I was, when you read it the wrong way when you read it from left to right it said mott but if you wrote it from read it from right to left the way i wrote it it said tom um and she thought i was developmentally disabled or backward uh and i, I went into a special ed class in first grade and my mom didn't like that I, I remember the monkey bars. They were on these really, really hard rubber mats. So when you slipped and went down all the monkey bars and hit your head, <laughs> it hurt. I did that a few times because we would like to hang upside down on them. Um, it wasn't like today where like the entire school was all concrete and asphalt. There was no like grass or anything like that. So it was very, I don't know, industrial. Floor underneath those was that really soft rubbery stuff really hard rubber mat. All the play structures were metal. I think there there's a lot more plastic now. They're a lot safer than they were then.
0: What were you like when you were my age? So 14.
1: I was starting to get very studious, although I still was high energy and depending on what friends I had in class with me, I could be rambunctious or disruptive. If I didn't have friends in that class, then I was much quieter and were studious and there were a few couple friends that I just kind of we kind of bounced off each other we kind of inspired each other to be not disruptive but we would just laugh in class a lot yeah I think my grades were starting to go down it wasn't until I got to 10th grade when they uh, I really started to buckle down and 10th and then 11th and 12th grade I did really well but 9th grade yeah I was definitely it was like in a transition period for me when I guess my energy was much higher than them before started playing soccer then as well which was really good I made some really good friends in soccer I found them to be more friendly and smart than the kids I met in baseball soccer it was just a different type of person in soccer also much more international so there were a lot of different teams um, from different nationalities that were fun to play against So anyway, that was a big part of my life. That's a lot of what I did in high school. And eventually in 11th and 12th grade, it was pretty much soccer and school, and then learning to drive. One thing that stands out is I used to drive my parents' Buick estate wagon. It's a giant station wagon, had a six liter engine, which is really huge. And I could fit nine people in it. So soccer team is 12 people. So I would have three quarters of the soccer team, and I would drive because I had the car and I could drive. I would drive, myself and eight other guys in the Buick Estate Wagon, and we got pretty crazy. And I can't believe I didn't actually ever hurt anybody with the way I drove because when you're that young, you're not as responsible as you should be, or you don't think of consequences before they start happening to you. But uh, yeah, nobody ever got hurt, but crazy things happened. I remember one of the guys lowered the back window and shot the fire extinguisher at some kids who were walking on the street. I got my first ticket then, because there was an elementary school right near the high school. And it's below, it's down a hill. And that wagon, that station wagon was so heavy. Just coasting, I was going 42 miles an hour by the time I hit the bottom of the hill, right in front of the school. And so I got pulled over and learned a quick lesson there. I think I was 17, 17 and a half. Um, so it was a very long time before I got another, another ticket. Because that stays in your mind when the police officer pulls you over.
0: What was your favorite high school class?
1: I had an English class with a really good teacher named Mr. Shore. He was really encouraging about college. They didn't prep you back then the way they do now. But he talked a lot about college. Uh, It was a literature class. So we did a lot of exposition and interpretation of literary works of art who's American literature, I discovered Faulkner, who's kind of still my favorite author, I think. We read um, J.D. Salinger, and he was just a really good teacher. So I really enjoyed I really kind of learned about literature then, and how to read it, and how to interpret it. And then his kind of focus on, uh, on college was really good, too, and memorable. I had quite a few memorable teachers. My chemistry teacher, Mr. Blevins, was one of the... He had an award, I don't know if it was real, He had on the back of his class saying, best chemistry teacher west of the Mississippi. Um, I don't know who he got that from. Um, He had an extra element on his periodic table of elements. It was BV Blaventium, and it was an inert gas. He was very proud of the fact that the element that his students named after him was an inert gas. So somebody had just written that into his periodic table of the elements. So those were two memorable classes. I did take calculus from Mesa College, which interestingly your school offers, so that was 30 years ago, and that's still being offered, so I think that's great.
0: Who was your least favorite teacher or your least favorite class?
1: I had one humanities teacher, and he just assigned his reading, and then he would just sit at his desk and read novels or whatever else, and he just wasn't that engaged, and then he would just start on these polemics about social and political things that had nothing to do with the class. And that seemed to be what he wanted to talk about, and it just wasn't very interesting because he didn't provide any energy into the class. Nobody was that enthused about it. So I don't even remember his name.
0: So you said your teacher, one of your teachers, kind of prepared you more for college. Yeah. Did you kind before. of car- yeah Did you kind of carry that over when you started college? Like, were there any tips or anything <clears throat> he gave you? Like- Um, No,
1: I kind of didn't follow anything he said, which was unfortunate, but I think I was too timid. He gave a couple pieces of really good advice, one of which was to move out of state. That way you get totally new experiences with totally new people in a totally new place, and you develop better that way, I think, and and you get a better sense of yourself, and you probably develop better confidence that way, and then also live on campus, not at your parents' house, and then again, you're exposed to new experiences that way, and of course, I went to local school at UCSD, and I lived in my parents' house for the first few years, and then I moved out with some roommates after a little while, so I wasn't living on campus, but I was I was living out of the house, so yeah, and he gave us names of all kinds of great-sounding, interesting colleges, and he really liked the Claremont Colleges here in California, and Harvey Mudd seemed to be one of his favorite. Uh, and I heard about that at your school, uh, the recruiter who was there, and, and the man whose name I can't remember now who uh, kind of handles college information for you students, he mentioned Harvey Mudd.
0: What college did you think you were going to go to, or did you go to the one you thought you were going to?
1: Yeah, yeah, I wanted to go to UCSD. I had friends going there. I knew it was a good university and had a really good reputation, especially for biochemistry, and um, and I enjoyed going there, and then I also studied uh, literature while I was there. It's not known as a literature school, but I still really enjoyed those studies as well.
0: So what motivated you to go to college? Did your parents ever encourage you to go?
1: Yeah, they kind of expected us to go. Um, you know, my dad took some college classes classes. Uh, He became an engineer, even though he never got a formal college education, but he had so much experience in the Air Force. And then after that, working at RCA, my mom basically expected that I would get a PhD. Strangely, didn't have the same expectations for my sister, but anyway, I didn't either of us got a PhD. But we both did get degrees from local colleges. Yeah, they expected and, and really wanted us to go to college.
0: Did the way you grew up ever influence your feelings about college?
1: No, because nobody in the house knew anything about college. And I kind of learned what I needed to know and where to apply for my friends. So I kind of depended on them, what to do, take the PSAT, all that kind of stuff. That was pretty much for us to discover through school and other students.
0: What was your favorite college class?
1: favorite college class. I really liked the writing class. The biochemistry courses were so incredibly intense, but I did like genetics a lot. Like organic chemistry, I probably would have liked, but that was drinking from a fire hose. The professor, he had 30 feet of chalkboard, and he would just start at one end, and by 50 minutes later, he's filled All, maybe 20 feet of chalkboard. And he just filled the whole thing with just organic molecules and molecular reactions. And you couldn't even keep up with him talking. You just had to scrawl down in your notebook because you had to look at all these these equations later and figure out what he was talking about. But genetics was really fascinating. We had 10-week quarters. And in each quarter, there were two three-hour midterms and a three-hour final. So in the two quarters, there were six three-hour tests. It was a lot of information, but it was still a fascinating subject. So I really liked that. The teacher was really good. I had good literature teachers, too. And one of my teachers, Annie McDermott, had just released her novel when, when she was my teacher, and it got really good reviews. So it was really it was really neat to have her as my teacher. And there was another teacher who had won a Penn Faulkner Award. And I had read the first 20 pages of his novel, and it was really well written, but I didn't read the whole thing. Uh, But he was really difficult as a teacher. He was uncomfortable in front of the students, and his way of dealing with that was to uh, swear a lot. And as the quarter went along and he got more comfortable with us, his swearing went down and down and down. And at the end of the quarter, he was more comfortable with us.
0: And lastly, would you recommend going to college?
1: Uh, Yes, of course, for everyone. Why? Just to learn. I mean... You know there's a lot of focus on oh is it even worth it now because americans spend so much money on college how long does it take you in your working career to just pay that back and i think that's really unfortunate that we're in that economic situation college is fantastic just for what you learn and how you grow and being exposed to people who are really smart including your fellow students and learning from them and working with them UCSD, it's an impersonal college because, with regard to the teacher-student relationship, because you've got 300 students per teacher. So you can go in at office hours and and talk to them and and, and meet them a little bit. You can also work for one of the professors as a student assistant or in the labs. But as a student, it's really detached. But they're still really, really smart people. Um, And you, you gain perspectives, so I think it's really important for everyone to go not necessarily just for your career, but for your growth as a person.
0: Thank you for sharing.
1: You're welcome. It was my pleasure.